and that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, today I have the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Rebecca Risk, who is a traditional Chinese medicine doctor, and she's going to be talking about Lyme disease. So before we get into that, just a quick word from MAK Mystic Expressions. Now, this is a Himalayan salt company. They specialize in pink salt. Now, I think we can all make a small change and improvement in our lives by transitioning from white salt to pink salt. So if you head over to makmystics.com, you can find a bunch of different products all directed towards pink salt that includes salt lamps, salt cutting boards, salt shakers, salt heat bags. They got it all. So head over to makmystic.com for more details. So as promised, we have Dr. Rebecca Risk coming on air with us to talk about Lyme disease. Now, she has a very interesting story, and I think it's something that we should all hear about. Now, we've heard about Lyme disease or ticks from anything from our, ourselves to our children. I personally share a story within the show myself, and Dr. Rebecca has a number of different tips and suggestions, and she'll even give you some of her own background on how to avoid and treat Lyme disease. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. Bye. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thanks for joining us on this episode. You heard all about Dr. Rebecca Risk in the introduction. So Without further ado, welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about Lyme and associated disease? Associated diseases, yeah. Right, okay. Well, why don't you give our listeners a chance to learn more about yourself before we jump into the content? Well, um, my history is that I'm a doctor of Chinese medicine. Uh, I've been practicing for 10 years in Calgary. I have a clinic and my specialty is Lyme disease, mainly because that is uh, the journey that I went through. It took me 14 years to get diagnosed and by that point, I was actually quite debilitated. I was bedridden, I had extreme amount of pain, fatigue, um, and over 120 symptoms. So I took it upon myself to help other people so that they could get treatment and diagnose sooner um, than I did. So what what exactly is Lyme disease? So Lyme disease is uh, it's actually a series of infections. Um, the Lyme infection itself is the most well-known. Uh, it's mostly contracted from a tick bite. Uh, it can also be congenital or sexually transmitted through partners, um, which is not as well-known, but most people do know it from a tick bite. And um, once you're bitten by the tick, you can contract um, any infection that they have, which will include Lyme and um, a series of other infections. So is this a common type of issue? Well, it's not as well known uh, to be common, but it is common. In Alberta, um, they did a study last year that came out saying that one of every five ticks in Alberta does have Lyme. So it's it's becoming more well known as well. So a lot of people are surfacing who've had it for you know, 10, 20 years like I did and finally getting a diagnosis. So there's more prevalence and there's more awareness and it definitely is spreading a lot faster than it used to. So when I was in Australia, I actually got bit by a tick. 
<laughs> now, Uh-oh. I've never been bit by a tick before, and I, I know it was kind of a different experience. I just felt this something on my back when I laid down, and then I pulled, ended up pulling it out. It was right in the middle of my back, and I understand yeah. that it might not be the best way to go about it. Can you tell me some information about you know removing it or what what, what was going on there? Yeah, so the best thing to do when you are outside anywhere, so it can be your yard um, or, of course, hiking outside or even going to the dog park, is first and foremost, double check for ticks. So a tick check includes actually taking your clothes off, looking in your hair, behind crevices. They like to crawl up your pant legs and then hide, you know, elsewhere. So a lot of people, I found when I was bitten, they were on my abdomen, so they crawled up. Um, and then when you do remove them, the best thing to do is always travel with a pair of tweezers and either a, a vial like from a medicine bottle or a Ziploc bag and you remove the tick by putting the tweezers near its mouth and then pulling straight up. So if you twist, you could break the mouth of the tick. And if you um, don't remove them properly um, in this way where you're pinching on the mouth, they could um, throw up inside of you and all the bacteria infections actually in their gut so if they throw up inside of you you're going to get infected so burning them off is a very bad idea and um, putting some people put like oil on them and they'll crawl off but that takes a couple days so you take the tweezers you pull up and then you've got this tick in your tweezers and the best thing to do is to get that tested so put it in your Ziploc bag or your little container with some grass so that it will stay alive. And in Alberta, we do our government is doing some um, tick checks, so they're testing the ticks to see if you know what is going on in Alberta, so you can find your your local um, you know where near you. And vets are also quite helpful with this because uh, they're you know people are finding them on their dogs. So if you find it on an animal, you can get your vet to check it as well. So how can you, I mean, I heard that you can burn them out. You're saying that's not a good idea? No, it's a bad idea because the, their first response is to throw up inside of you. So you're almost guaranteed if that tick is infected, you will get infected. And then the only way you can tell if that tick is infected is if you bring it in and get tested? Yeah, so you get the tick tested and you have to keep it alive and then um, that's actually an easier way than testing a person for an infection. So if you get the, um, the tick checked um, and you know it's negative or positive, then you know whether or not you got an infection. I just wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about Studio Pilates and Red Deer. Now I had the opportunity to interview Colleen Manning, who is a Pilates instructor and owner of Studio Pilates and Red Deer, and it was an absolute pleasure. Now Studio Pilates and Red Deer, they specialize in small group classes. What I think is super cool is everyone that signs up gets their own personal private consultation and to learn how to use the equipment and get to know the area better. Now, Colleen is such a welcoming and pleasant individual to be around. The whole environment that Studio Pilates has to offer is certainly welcoming. No matter if you're a beginner or an advanced, they have something for you. Now, they have a number of different classes from the Piloxing to Booty Bar. They also have men's classes. So they have a number of different options for small class size if that's something you're looking for. Now, if you want more information, head over to studiopilates.ca or they can be reached at 403-341-5911.
True Form Life. Okay, so what happens if our animals or our dogs may get a tick? I mean, after you take the dog for a walk, you you actually, I mean, ticks are so small. How do you see them on a black dog, let's say? Yeah, so it's a little difficult. I actually don't take my dog to the dog park just because of that, because I don't want him running around in the tall grass. You can also talk to your doctor about um, medication that's tick repellent just to protect that way, but you still need to do tick checks. If your dog has long hair and he has black, it's going to be a little harder. Okay. Tell me, okay, let's take, take me to the next level, the next step. So those that may have had Lyme disease or have it, how do you get it diagnosed and how do you get it treated? So the the finding out whether or not you have Lyme is a lot harder um, these days. So back in the 70s, people got target rashes and that doesn't happen as often anymore. Nobody's really sure why. They think it's because there's so many infections and they're playing with the immune system in different ways. So that, that telltale target rash is very rare. If you do get that, especially after a known tick bite or in the summer or spring, then you definitely need to do treatment and that's a telltale sign and is enough without blood work to know that you have the infection. The problem is that if you don't get that target rash and you don't know that you have a tick bite because if you missed one in a tick check or the babies can be you know small as a period on a sentence so you're not necessarily going to always see them all so you may um, miss that and not know what you're looking for so the best thing of course is awareness if you do in the springtime get you know a flu that doesn't ever seem to quite go away or you know your symptoms just seem to build up it's worth looking into um, especially just to rule it out so you can have people of mind. What does the what does the target rash look like? So target rash, um, it will start as a, a red circle and then it will spread out and as it spreads out it will be hollow inside. Um, but some people do get other rashes so they'll have just a big red rash especially if they knew they had a bite and you get a big rash that's enough it doesn't have to be a target rash. Okay so tell me now we need to get treated or di- diagnosed well, what if you do you you need to go in if you think you may have an issue and then you get diagnosed how does that work so um it's actually really difficult to get uh doctors to test for for lyme um in alberta there's not a lot of awareness that we've had studies that show that it's here and if they do the test the canadian test um is known not to be very accurate so the best test is actually to send it to the state so you need to find if you think this is going on find a doctor who is lyme literate who can help you do this even if they're just ruling it out and helping you figure out what else is going on just so that you're ruling it out properly or ruling it in properly and then um, you know going from there to take the steps to treatment okay let's move on to the next step what is treatment what does that look like and how I guess how serious is it so it treatments different for everybody it, so it does depend if somebody has um, you know acute infection so they just got it then um, that's a little different so you have several choices with treatment and I, I believe there is really no right answer it's just what works for you I personally didn't do antibiotics I did three years of treatment with herbs chronic Lyme does take about that long no matter what route you choose with um, antibiotics if you just got bitten you take the antibiotics for about six weeks or sometimes more especially if your symptoms return if you're doing herbs it's about the same if you have chronic Lyme whether it's antibiotics or herbs the timeline is about the same 
Okay, what do you mean by chronic Lyme? Once you have been diagnosed or you have this disease, you have it chronically? Yeah, so, you know, when you first get an infection, it's a lot easier to treat. So for me, I'd had it for 14 years, and Lyme has a lot of complications where it can hide in the body. One of the ways that it hides is called a biofilm. So the the biofilm, there's other bacteria that are known to do this. E. coli is really well known. They, They form this, like, gooey armor around them, and this is where they hide. So if you just do antibiotics and you don't look at biofilm, you may have a relief of symptoms, but then the bacteria is only in hiding. So you might have an initial die-off and then a relief of symptoms and then feel better and really all you did was was put it in hiding. And it is like a ticking time bomb that will come out at some point again. What is it like? Like, what do you, how do you, I guess I wanted to know, how did you know you have it for 14 years? Um, well, the timeline is actually difficult because I, I never got a target rash. I was bitten when I was five on my head and I was also bitten when I was a teenager. So um, I go by that point because I, although, I mean, I could have been bitten at, at either time um, or like infected. I know that my health did start to decline when I was 16 and that was a, a definite turning point that um, I know, you know, was something happened then, whether who knows which um, time it was. But I go by that time and uh, I, I don't have any other known tick bites. Some people come in and they don't ever know. They just know they start feeling unwell for a certain period of time. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the tire shop here in Olds. Now, it's important to have your car serviced on a regular basis. Now, for me, I'm not really a car type of person that has the resources or knowledge to be able to do that myself. So that's why I find good quality people that offer a good service like those at the tire shop. Now, the first thing you're going to notice is the customer service. Most of the time, they're going to remember your name. And I think that's kind of a lost additive if you will in this day and age with all the mass production and less than customer service so by far that's my very first thing that I think about when I think about the tire shop is how friendly they are and how they treat you like family and this is a family run business now they've been in business for 40 years if you could imagine so they're doing something right now the tire shop isn't just about tires they do a number of other services like your oil brakes tune-ups battery wheel alignment the list goes on so you can take your car in into them knowing that you trust these type of people that can help you feel safe on the road and especially now that winter's coming up it's more important to have your car serviced to have your tires looked at and to those locally in our community that you trust and believe in and know that once you go in there first of all you're going to feel better about yourself simply because of the atmosphere that they have at the shop and then secondly when you leave you know you're definitely going to have the best quality in the area taking care of your car so i highly recommend you check out the tire shop if you want to pop in they're at 5903 imperial way right behind napa here in olds or you can give them a call at 403-556-7660 so what happens when someone comes in to see you and i mean i'd imagine people come to you specifically for they think they may have a tick a tick bite or tick symptoms is that correct (laughs) Yeah, it, um, some you know the acute 
when people think, oh, I just got bitten, or, you know, I have a friend who has chronic Lyme, that's the most common scenario, is they already know about it, and then they don't want it, so they're scared. So I'll actually give them some herbs, whether or not I think they were infected, because it won't hurt them if they're not, and it hurts them to leave the infection, because it, it, then it's harder to treat. If um, if somebody, sometimes people will come, more often people will come because they've been sick for a really long time and it's the only thing that they haven't looked at and it makes sense to them or they'll see my story um, and, and it, you know, it'll, it'll be similar to theirs or they just want to help finding what's wrong with them because they're, um, they're not well and the conventional medicine isn't, figured, isn't helping them with what's going on. What kind of herbs, I don't know if that's easy to say or diagnose, or what kind of herbs would you give someone that has this type of symptoms or issues? It, it does get quite complicated. Um, I start with actually working on their immune system. So if somebody has chronic Lyme, we're not actually going to start with treating the Lyme right away. It gets really complicated with, um, first of all, a weak immune system for, you know, I had a weak immune system for 14 years. So on top of the Lyme and the three co-infections that I had, I also had parasites and candida, which is a yeast infection in the gut. I had metal toxicity. And then I had a high level of toxicity just from the infection. So they actually have a a biotoxin they give off toxicity so that was all in my body so I actually had to work um, you know I had to treat the parasites I had to get my toxic load down and this is where most people do have to start is just getting their their toxic load working on so um, really popular things for that are, are uh, chlorella glutathione um, or whatever works for that individual sometimes it's just um, a certain combination of B B vitamins and then um, the herbs to treat the Lyme cat's claw is one I have a series of them that I do use depending on what infections they have and what is going on and so now I'm kind of interested I'm a, I'm a dog person I love dogs mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens when you a dog maybe may have been bitten I'm, I'm sure probably pretty difficult for them to tell you things aren't feeling so well yeah, so um, I have animals as well. I have a dog and a cat. And um, when I was diagnosed that summer, my cat actually got two ticks and brought them in the house, which is how I knew. And I was actually waiting for my Lyme test to come in. And um, he started limping. And I right away, my radar was all on Lyme. And, you know, the vet was like, oh, we don't have this here. And uh, I made him test the cat because I was, everybody thought I was just being paranoid, but his test actually came back positive. So my cat got Lyme and we went through treatment at the same time. Um, I you did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know <laughs> we were Lyme buddies. <laughs> okay. um, I gave him herbs. I, I found a vet that that knew how to use herbs because obviously I didn't want to give something that would harm my cat and I got you know permission that this was okay and um, and I he went through a similar treatment that I did. <laughs> Does anyone else laugh when you tell my story? <laughs> uh, people like to hear it yeah. <laughs> so you guys went to different places you didn't go to the vet to get your treatment did you? No I probably would have been better off if I had though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I hope you've been enjoying the interview this far. Just want to take a quick moment to mention some of our longtime sponsors. Now, we have Health Street, 
and Olds, who are very influential in being a part of the show right from the beginning. We also have Shoppers Drug Mart and Olds that have been very influential. They're very supportive within the community. We certainly wouldn't be here without them. Then we have AG Foods in Didsbury as well, who are always bringing quality and health products to the community. So without those sponsors, we wouldn't be here without them. So thank them. I appreciate their time and efforts to be with us on the show this far. And if you get a chance, stop in. Let them know you enjoy the show. They love to hear that their message is being shared on air as well. So stop in, let them know, support those that support us. Okay, so I'm kind of interested more so so when someone comes in to see you, they think they may have Lyme. So first of all, you need to diagnose or you are you, you're treating other symptoms before you actually get to any type of Lyme disorder. Yeah, so the first step is to sit down and listen to their story, which is often long and complicated. They've had, you know, I had 14 years of seeing 30 doctors, specialists, and everybody telling me that, you know, I was young and I'd get over it and there's nothing wrong with me and I was all in my head, which are very common stories and also not being treated very well. So um, just because if, you know, blood work shows normal, it's got to be in your head. And um, so people are often experiencing some emotion with that as well. So going over their symptom list, their history, what's going on, listening to them. And then I do some testing in my office. It's called a biomeridium. This is a screening test to see what is going on and to find out what direction I need to take them in. So it can test for stress in their body. Um, I do a screening for Lyme, although it's not a diagnosis. We have to do blood work and I do allergy testing with that as well. Okay, so, and then and then the, the next step is to, so I guess I, we've already went over this, but the next step after you figure out, have a better idea of what it is, then you can look at herbs or other forms of treatment? Yeah, which is individual for everybody. Like some, you know, somebody comes in and they've got a bunch of, uh, you know, viruses and parasites and toxicity. We've got to get through some of those layers before we get to the Lyme, even though, you know, they're not going to really feel better until we get there. You can't just start right away. So it is individual for everybody. I mean, there's some basic things. You need your probiotics. You need your multivitamin. But those are basic things everybody needs. And is this biomeridian test, is that similar to a biofeedback? Uh, it's the same technology, but it, the biofeedback is a treatment as well, and it's not a treatment. It's just a test. Okay. So I want to know what it feels like. But what were you going through with this with this Lyme disease? With just a weak immune system, you couldn't fight off uh, regular infections. Were you bedridden? What does that look like? So um, I went through various things over the years. It started with a trip to Vietnam um, where I got really sick and it was suspected for years that it was because I had a parasite, I got a parasite there. But what had actually happened was I was taking anti-malaria medication and one of the infections that I had, Babesia, is related to malaria. So I was actually treating myself, not knowing and I got very sick and so I knew there was something wrong so when I came back to Canada I went to doctor after doctor and everybody just saw this gut history and and nobody you know really took it too seriously because why would you think Lyme from that kind of thing so it progressed over the years from it went from gut and anxiety and insomnia to um, then I had pain started to build up and, and you know, different kinds of pain moved around and, and pretty much unbearable. And then I went to um, 
every month I would get some sort of weird symptom. I got pain in my ears that wouldn't go away, and my eyes were dry, and I started to get like muscle twitching um, where I ended up having like full-on episodes with that. I was hospitalized um, once with it, and um, you know, I had all that going on. I would sleep setting up because my heart would hurt if I laid down, and um, not once did anybody find anything wrong with me. Crazy. Yeah. So, so would some of the things that you do now, or similar practitioners, they'd be able to find that or, or help with? I'm sure help with that, but I mean, would they be able to diagnose that? Yeah, as long as they're looking for a Lyme, it, there's a lot more awareness about it now than there used to be. I mean, when I started looking, um, you know, it was 20 years ago, the the biggest things everybody said I had candida, that gut infection and a parasite, which was actually a lot forward thinking back then. And nobody had in their radar Lyme is an issue. And so it actually took that awareness in, in the world for somebody to look at me, look at my three-page symptom list and say, have you ever been bitten by a tick and which I remembered you know my my two instances you know generally you have to go to somebody who knows about it and has training in it for them to help you find it what are you doing to raise awareness around it and then how can people get a hold of you so in case they want to come and check you out or find more information about it where they, where can they, they get that information so I do have a website, dr-risk.com. Um, on there, I have a lot of information. I have my story. There's a video there if you want to just know more about Lyme and the complications of it and hear more about my story. I also have a radio show where I'm very passionate about just helping other people get better. That airs on voiceamerica.com on the Wellness Channel, which is at 9 a.m. Alberta time every Monday. Okay, fantastic. Dr. Rebecca Risk, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your information with us and and shining some light on this topic that, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one that hasn't heard much about it. So I uh, appreciate your time and the information you shared with us today. Thanks for having me. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Just a quick shout out to Misty Reimer. She's at All About You Massage, and she specializes in eyelash extensions, sculpted nails, and spa services. Again, that's Misty Reimer at All About You Massage. And if you're in the area and you're looking for some fantastic hemp products, you can visit the Olds Country Market every Sunday for a variety of unique and local hemp products. Or you can shop online at Hempy. And just before I let you go, I want to tell you about my weekly newsletter I send out every Monday morning that has my current content, recipes, videos, all of everything that we're doing from blog posts to radio shows. So you can visit trueformlife.com for more details there. And we also have a fantastic online program that's going wonderfully now i know the new the new year's coming up and we're all looking to for some motivation and some direction so if you'd like more details you can head over to trueformlife.com and see what we have going on there on the main page you can you can click on the monthly membership and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about from we have weekly meal plans i plan out the entire week for you that's the, that includes recipes and grocery shopping lists 
And then we have video explanations for each workout planned daily and weekly, all at-home workouts, so you can work out wherever you need to. Put that in a nice printable PDF so you can print it out and take it with you as well. So, And then, of course, that's all within a private and supportive group atmosphere for you to ask questions. We actually have a special going on right now. So, again, head over to trueformlife.com for more details if you want to check that out. If you do get a chance or if you missed any of these shows, all past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So that's all I have for you this evening. I do want to ask you for a favor if you get a chance. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I would love a ratings and review. That really helps the show move up in rankings and helps the show be more easily found. So all you need to do is head over to ratings and review from where you downloaded the show and leave a short review. I'd very much appreciate that. So that's it. That's all I got. Thank you so much for being here. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.